Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. And we're going to do the readings for Pentecost. So um, I'm going to do the entire readings. I'm going to do the vigil and the day, the readings for the day. Um, you're going to hear it for the this entire podcast. So let's begin with the act of contrition. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me and with me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. First reading is from the book of Genesis, chapter 11, verse 1 to 9. The whole world spoke the same language and using the same words. While the people were migrating in the east, they came upon a valley in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to one another, Come, let us mold bricks and harden them with fire. They used bricks for stone and pitmen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the sky, and so make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we shall be scattered all over the earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the people had built. Then the Lord said, If now, while they are one people, all speaking the same language, they have started to do, this nothing will later stop them from doing whatsoever they presume to do. Let us then go down there and confuse their language, so that one will, mo will not understand what another says. The Lord scattered them from there all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the speech of the world. It was from that place that he scattered them all over the earth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Responsorial Psalm from Psalm 33. And the response is, Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. The Lord brings to naught the plans of nations. He foils the designs of peoples. But the plan of the, of the Lord stands forever the designs of his heart through all generations. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Blessed the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen for his own inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down. He sees all mankind. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. From from his fixed throne, he beholds all who dwells on the earth. He who fashioned the heart of each, he knows all their works. Blessed be the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. 
All right. The second reading. Second reading is from the book of Exodus, chapter 19, starting from verse 3 to 8, 16 to 23. The Lord came down upon Mount Sinai before all the people. All right. A reading from the book of Exodus. Moses went up to the mountain to God. Then the Lord called to him and said, Thus shall you say to the house of Jacob, Tell the Israelites you have been, you have seen for yourselves how I treated the Egyptians and how I bore you up on eagles' wings and brought you here to myself. Therefore, if you hearken to my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my special possession, dearer to me than all other people, though all the earth is mine. You shall be to me a kingdom, a priest, a holy nation. That is what you must tell the Israelites. So Moses went and summoned the elders of the people. When he set before them all that the Lord had ordered him to tell them, the people all answered together, Everything the Lord has said we will do. On the mountain of the uh, of the third day there was there were peals of thunder and lightning and a heavy cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast so that the people in the camp trembled but Moses let the people out of the camp to meet God and they stationed themselves at the foot of the mount, mountain mount Sinai was all wrapped in smoke for the Lord came down upon it in fire the smoke rose from it as though from a furnace, and the whole mountain trembled violently. The trumpet blast grew louder and louder while Moses was speaking and God answering him with thunder. When the Lord came down to the top of the Mount Sinai, he summoned Moses on the top of the mountain. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. Uh... Responsible Psalm from the book of Daniel, chapter 3. Response says, Blessed is your holy and glorious name, uh, praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages. Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our fathers, praiseworthy and exalted above all forever. And blessed is your holy and glorious name, praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages. Blessed is your holy and glorious name, praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages. Blessed are you in the temple of your holy, of your holy glory, praiseworthy and, glor and glorious above all forever. Blessed is your holy and glorious name, praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages. Blessed are you, are you on the throne of your kingdom. Praiseworthy and exalted above all for above all forever. Blessed are your holy and glorious name. Praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages. Blessed are you who look into the depths from your throne upon the cherubim. Praiseworthy and exalted above all forever. Blessed is your holy and glorious name. Praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages. Blessed uh, are you in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious above all forever. Blessed are you, holy and glorious name, praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages. And uh, there is a response, oh, a Psalm, another one, Psalm 19, so we'll do this as well. Okay, Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. The, the law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The decree of the Lord is trustworthy, giving wisdom to the simple. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. The precepts of the Lord are, are right. Rejoicing the heart, the commands of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eye. 
Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. The fee of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true, all of them just. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. They are some more precious than gold, than a heap of purest gold, sweeter also than syrup or honey from the comb. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. Okay, the third reading is from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 37. Dry bones of Israel, I will bring spirit into you that you may come to life. All right, uh, Ezekiel, chapter 37, verse 1 to 14. The hand of the Lord came upon me and led me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me in the center of the plain, which was now filled with bones. He made me walk among the bones in every direction so that I saw how many they were on the surface of the plain, how dry they were. He asked me, son of man, can these bones come to life? I answered, Lord God, you alone know that. Then he said to me, Prophesy over these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus the Lord God, thus says the Lord God to these bones, See, I will bring spirit into you that you may come to life. I will put sinew upon you, make flesh grow over you, cover you, with skin and put spirit in in you so that you may come to life and i know that i am the lord i ezekiel prophesied as i had been told even it, even as i was prophesying i heard a noise it was a rattling as the bones came together bone joining bone i saw the sinew and the flesh come upon them and the skin covered them but there was no spirit in them. Then the Lord said to me, prophesy to, the, prophesy to the spirit, prophecy, son of man, and say to the spirit, thus says the Lord God, from the four winds come upon, uh, four winds come, O spirit, breathe into these slain that they may come to life. I prophesied as he told me, and the spirit came up into them and they came to live and stood upright a vast army then he said to me son of man these bones are the whole house of israel they have been saying they have been saying oh, oh our bones are, are dried up our hope is lost and we are cut off therefore prophesy and say to them thus says the lord god O oh, my people, I will open your uh, your graves and have you rise from them and uh, and rise from them, making making uh, bringing them back to the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I open great uh, open your graves and have you rise. From them, O oh my people, I will put my spirit into you, that you may live, and I will settle you upon your land. Thus you shall know that I am the Lord. I have promised, and I will not. I, I will do it, says the Lord. Okay, so we have another response, Psalm, uh, Psalm 107. Give thanks to the Lord, who is who is good whose love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say, those whom he has redeemed from the, land, from the hand of the foe and gathered from, from the lands, from the east and the west, from the north and the south, give thanks to the Lord who is good, whose love endures forever. They went astray in the desert wilderness, the way to an, inha to an inhabited city they did not find, hungry and thirsty their life was wasting away within them give thanks to the lord whose 
who is good, whose love endures forever. They cried to the Lord in their distress. From their straits he rescued them, and he led them by the direct way to each an inhabited city. Give thanks to the Lord who is good, whose love endures forever. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his mercy and his wondrous deeds to the children of men because he satisfied the longing soul and filled the hungry soul with good things. Give thanks to the Lord who is good, whose love endures forever. Amen. So the next reading is, this is from all from the Vigil, is from the book of the prophet Joel, chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. I will pour out my spirit, my spirit, I will pour out my spirit upon the servants and handmaids. A reading from the book of the prophet Joel. Thus says the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream, shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions, even upon the servants and the handmaids. In those days, I will pour out my spirit. And I will work wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood, fire, and columns of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood at the coming of the day of the Lord the great and terrible day. Then everyone shall be rescued who calls, upon, who calls on the name of the Lord. From Mount Zion there shall be a, a remnant, as the Lord has said, and in Jerusalem survivors whom the Lord shall call. Psalm 104 Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. O oh Lord, my God, you are great indeed. You are clothed with majesty and glory, robed in light as in the as in a cloak. Lord, send out your spirit, renew the face of the earth. How manyfold are your works, O oh Lord. In wisdom you have wrought them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Alleluia. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Creatures all look to you to give them food in due time. And when you give it to them, they gather it. When you, when you open your hands, they are filled with good things. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. If you take away their breath, they perish and return to dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Okay, a letter from uh, St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 8, verse 22 to 27. The spirit intercedes with inexpressible groanings. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, we know that all creation is groaning in labor, pains, even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that sees is not hope, for whose hope who, who hopes for for what what one sees but if we hope for what we do not see we wait with endurance in the same way the spirit too comes to the aid of our weakness our weaknesses for we do not know how to pray as we ought but the spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings and the one who searches hearts and knows what is the intention of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the holy ones according to God's will. Hold on. Let me read it one more time. 
Brothers and sisters, we know that all creation is groaning in labor pains, even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were, we were saved. Now hope that sees is not hope. For who hopes for what one sees? But, but if we hope for what we do not see, we wait with endurance. In the same way, the Spirit too comes to the aid of our weaknesses. For we do not know how to pray as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groaning. And the, and the one who searches our hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit. Because... He, inter he intercedes for the holy ones according to God's will. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. Okay, and, oh, here it is, the gospel uh, according to John. It's very small. Alleluia, alleluia. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Okay, Alleluia, Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 7, verse 37 to 39. Rivers of living water will flow. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. On, on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and exclaimed, let anyone who thirsts come to me and drink. As scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from within him who believes in him. He said this in reference to the spirit that those who came to believe in him were to receive. There was, of course, no spirit yet because Jesus had not yet been glorified. One more time. Gospel of St. John, chapter 7. Rivers of living water will flow. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. On the last day, on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and exclaimed, Let anyone who thirsts come to me and drink. As scripture says, Rivers of living water will flow from within him who believes in him. He said this in reference to the Spirit, that those who came to believe in him were to receive. There was, of course, no Spirit yet, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, so I'm going to move into the readings for the, uh, for the day. Um... Reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verse 1 to 11. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak. When the time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together. And suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. Then there appeared to them tongues of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to, to proclaim. Now they were devout Jews from every nation under heaven, staying in Jerusalem. At this, at this sound they gathered in a large crowd but they were confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded, and in amazement they asked, Are not all these people who are speaking Galileans? Then how does each one of us hear them in, the, in his native language? We are Parthians, Medes, Elamites, inhabitants of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Funtus in Asia, Phrygia, and Pomphylia, Egypt, 
and the districts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, yet we hear them speaking in our own tongues of the mighty acts of God. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. And the, um, the response psalm is 104. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you, you are great indeed. How many fold are your works, O Lord. The earth is full of your creatures. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. If you take away their breath, they perish and return to their, to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Alleluia. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord... May the Lord be glad in his works. Pleasing to him be my theme. I will be glad in the Lord. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Okay, and now we're going to go to the uh, readings from Corinthians, St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 12, 3b, 7, and 12 to 13. In one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Brothers and sisters, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestations of the Spirit is given for some benefit, as a body is one, though it has many parts, and all parts of the body, though many are one body, so also Christ, for in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jew or Greek, slave or free person, we, were, we are all given to drink of one spirit. Okay, this is the... Um, Come, Holy Spirit, Vini Sancte Spiritus. We've all heard it at one point. Um, I'll read it. Come, Holy Spirit, come, and from your celestial home shed a ray of light divine. Come, Father of the poor, come, source of all, all, all our store. Come, Father of the poor, come, source of all our store. Come within our bosom shine. You of comf uh, comforts the best. You the soul's most welcome guest. Sweet refreshment here below. In our labor rest most pure. Grateful coolness in the heat. Solace in the midst of woe. Come blessed light divine. Shine, from, shine within these hearts of yours and your innermost being fill where you are not we have not nothing good indeed our thought nothing free from taint of ill heal our wounds and strength renew on our dryness pour your dew wash the stain of guilt away bend the stubborn heart and will melt the frozen warm the chill guide the steps that go astray on the faithful who adore and confess can confess you evermore in your sevenfold gifts of descent give them virtues sure as reward give them your salvation lord give them joy that will never end amen Alleluia, alleluia. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Alleluia, alleluia. Gospel according to John, St. John, chapter 20, verse 19 to 23. 
As the Father sent me, so I send you. Receive the Holy Spirit. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord Jesus. When they saw the Lord, Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One more time. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst, and he said to them, Peace be with you. When he has said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he, said, when he has said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, finally, Pentecost. Pentecost Sunday. And what does it mean? I mean, are we all living like the first Christians? Hardly. Oh, I mean, do we experience the Holy Spirit? Well, I guess you can say, I honestly don't think we are. I don't think we experience it. I think I think we chase away the Holy Spirit, honestly. We really do. There's no Christian joy in this particular present generation of the church, at least not where it should be. Right? A lot of us, I think, we love the world. As Catholics, we love the world more than we love Christ and his church. How can we be experiencing the Holy Spirit when just not too long ago, Catholics, 70% survey said that many Catholics don't believe in the real presence. How could we be experiencing the Holy Spirit when we have Scandals and cover-ups. Right? Financial cover-ups. Sex abuse cover-ups. How can we explain that? How can we explain that when we have bad clergy? Sorry to be poo-pooing on everyone's parade, but let's be honest. We got politicians that support abortion. We got politicians that support tra uh, trans, uh, sexual transitioning. Uh, well, I mean, I, I call it mutilation. It's mutilation. Mutilating kids up to the age of eight, some say, right? And using taxpayers' money to do it. No, I'm sorry. I don't think we even deserve the Holy Spirit. I mean, you got the Dodgers Stadium, the Dodgers Stadium hosting a group of uh, sodomite performers who called themselves the Order 
uh, the a perpetual whatever indulgence, and then you got Target that actually is selling clothes, trans or LGBT clothing line made by a former woman who now went through the whole surgical procedure to identify as a man and is also a practicing Satanist. You don't hear Catholics being outraged by what's being done by the Dodgers. You don't hear Catholics being outraged that their kids are being indoctrinated and indoctrinated into Satan. Where's the outrage? Where's the outrage? Where's the righteous anger? Explain that. Where's the fact that the, the righteous anger to the fact that you don't even have bishops? Only maybe one or two bishops. The bishops of the bishop San Francisco, uh, Cudlioni, uh, and then you got Bishop Robert Barron, who basically, you know, it's like, I mean, the one in San Francisco is a little bit more uh, vocal. Bishop Robert Barron, it's like a bottle of soda that lost his fizzle, technically. You know, he barely, you know, he, you know, he barely, you know, you know, it's like, I mean, seriously, you just, I mean, you open up a bottle of salsa water and it's dud. You find out there's no fizzle in it, technically. No, there's no outrage. Catholics don't. Don't seem to care. They don't seem to care. I'm sorry. I mean, I have to give it to the evangelicals. At least they do. I mean, you have more outrage for Bud Light by the Rednecks, right? Over Dylan Mulvaney. But there's not really much outrage for Catholics. It's like, you know. Getting an outreach from Catholics, good luck. Good luck with that. You know, I mean, our sermons, you, no one remembers, really. Five seconds is over and no one can recall what the sermon was about. Right? And, I mean, our churches are run by a bunch of Karens. Right? We don't, we don't. I don't even know what Catholics, what the average Catholic knows if they know what they believe. I mean, seriously. I was listening the other day. It was this guy, he was on, a, on campus, he's a Protestant. And I don't know what campus was it or what where it was, it was probably one of those Midwestern. It was a Muslim girl. She was really arguing over the Gospel of John because she was talking about contradiction. I think she just basically she just doesn't want to believe because she must have read it. Obviously, she read it and she keeps trying to point out to cause contradiction. And up to a point, I can see he was explaining it well. And then, of course, this young man came up. And the young man is is Catholic. He doesn't believe anymore. He rejects his Catholic religion. Uh, about you know you know he 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 basically he has to trash his faith. And of course, you know the subject matter of child baptism. And of course, the guy is Protestant because most Protestants don't believe in child baptism, because that's the whole thing with Protestantism. But they you know they don't bother to look at the whole context of baptism. I would have answered the young guy. It's very simple. Your answer, I have, I've ever, I mean, I simply believe this, this is the one answer you need to give. Your, the problem with any Catholic that trashes his faith and rejects his faith is that you just want to 
practice evil without a guilty conscience. That's the problem. That's the only answer. Because anyone who trashes their faith, anyone who trashes Christ, their baptism, the sacraments and everything, and Catholic school, it's because you just want to practice your faith. You just want to practice evil. You just want to have the license to commit and do evil things. Like every one of us, we all do. You don't care. You just don't want to have a guilty conscience. You don't want Christ hanging over you. You don't want to believe. That's the only reason why you would reject your Catholic faith, reject your catechism, reject your sacraments, reject everything. You want to commit evil. You want to sin without a conscience, without feeling guilty. It's a very simple answer. All right, Joe Biden rejects his Catholic faith. He basically exploits it. He carries a rosary in his pocket because he just likes to do that. He likes to wave it around. And if anyone challenges him, he'll shove his rosary beads down his down that person's throat. Technically, his Catholicism means nothing. Nancy Pelosi is just a superstitious hag. She doesn't she doesn't believe anymore. To her, she's you know, she can abort any other baby she wants, any black, brown baby, any non-white baby, or even a white baby that she feels is beneath her, she'll abort them. For her, it's all about herself. God to her is just whatever she wants him to believe. You know, the devil is her political opponent. That's all it is. And yet people keep voting people like this. Everybody keeps voting for people like this. Catholics. There's going to there's gonna be a very few. Very few of us. If we make it. If, if, if some chastisement comes. Very few of us are going to make it. There's no outrage when a parish closes. There's no outrage when evil's committed. They're in, we're indifferent. We're indifferent. We're dead inside. We're, we're dry ground that no soil, nothing, nothing will grow. We can't bear fruit. You know, it just, just, it's just sad. It's sad. Really, it is. You know, uh, you know, I've, you know, there are communities out there. There are communities out there. But they're just few and far between. And it's just terribly sad. When a son of man returns, will he find faith? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. It's, it's, it's just terrible. Catholics, I mean, are more willing to go to sports. They don't know their faith. They don't know the gospel. Uh, ask a Catholic about chapter and verse in the Bible. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. They just don't know. The few that will remain. It's just like the, the, the days of Noah. It's just a handful. And God help us. God forgive us. But we're, we're in serious trouble. We're in serious trouble. Okay, folks. So 
we need to pray uh, for for conversion. There, we need to start praying. We need we need to ask for conversion. Okay. Something is coming. We don't know what it is. It's not a fear tactic, but listen, the world is not the same. After the COVID, everything changed. There's a lot coming. There's a big changes coming. All right. And we need to start praying. Whatever it is, is coming. When it's coming, we don't know. But it started. It started with the whole COVID thing. The world's not going back to normal. We know that already. I mean, look how fast things are changing. Look how quickly now we have this transgenderism. Look how quickly now Satanism is being practiced in the open. And it's being pushed on your kids. We've have, we have Satanists praying in some of capital cities. Look, make it clear to you, America is not a Christian nation. It never was. It was culturally Christian. It's not a Christian nation. Freedom of religion means worship or don't worship. Worship as you please. Worship whatever God you please. Worship God, worship yourself, or worship Satan. And we've had a moral problem in this country ever since. You can't save something that doesn't want to be saved. Okay, if something refuses to be saved, it's not going to be saved. God is not going to save it. Is ancient Israel in the days of Jeremiah did not want to be saved. And so God let them be destroyed. In order for something good to happen. Sometimes you have to let the dead tree that does not bear fruit die. Christ himself said it himself. Our technology prevents us from thinking, from seeing things, from thinking, from living. I mean, seriously, at my job, I see women young people walking straight into a, a glass door because they're so into their phone. Their phone is their lifeline. They, they literally, as, they, as people walk, they don't pay attention. Even, I mean, literally, people forget that there's people behind them. When they're going, when they're about to go down the stairs, they just stand there and they completely ignore the people behind them. We are spiritually dead. We're dead inside. We're not alive. We're materialistic. We're too materialistic. And we need to start praying. I, I mean, we have, we have the one true faith and no one seems to care. No one seems to care. And the few that do care, everybody looks at them as though they're crazy. Everybody looks at them as though they're crazy. Literally, we hate each other. We hate those who are, uh, who want the Latin mass. We hate people who want a more authentic uh, uh, experience of God. We're angry with them. We hate young priests that are concerned. We hate conservative priests we want them to be silent. You know, when you are deeply materialistic, there is no room for the Holy Spirit. When you're deep in the flesh, there is no room for, for the Holy Spirit or for the Word of God. There's, we got a serious problem. All right, let's pray for the church. For the conversion of souls, for the conversion of families. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. For people, um, for the conversion of those people trapped in sins, sin of the flesh, sin of gluttony, sin of drugs, sin of alcohol, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now the hour of our death. Amen. For those uh, who are in the sin of idolatry, idolatry of self-love, pride, idolatry of politics, Idolatry of sports and media. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now, the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. Amen. All right, so let's begin the Apostles' Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and the and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. St. Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in the day of battle. Be our protection against the wild and wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.